ML Nation, episode 281. Fear, all it is, is a warning to let you know you're about to do something that you're, you've never done before, you've never conquered before. Take a second, evaluate it, and use logic to make sure that what you're about to do is worth the risk. If you want to be successful, you just have to copy what MLM leaders do. Welcome to MLM Nation, presented by your host, Simon Chan. Where you'll learn strategies, secrets, and inspiring stories from today's top MLM income earners. ML Nation, do you want 2017 to be your best year ever? then you must attend my training event, No BS, No Hype. You can attend either the one in Los Angeles on January 27, 28, 29th, or the one in Australia on the Gold Coast on June 30th, July 1st, and July 2nd. These are three-day events that feature not only me, but you'll also learn from seven-figure and multiple six-figure earners. And right now, you can save up to $400 with the early bird price. Just go to mlnation.net forward slash events. Again, that's mlnation.net forward slash events. ML Nation, this is Simon Chan, and let me ask you, what's your purpose and vision? My purpose in doing what I do is to have a positive impact as many lives as possible, and that's why I founded ML Nation. Now, I'm loud and proud to be in the network marketing profession because I have three beliefs. Number one, network marketing allows us to fulfill our unlimited potential. So write that down. Number two is network marketing allows us to give back more. And I want you, whatever success you have, to give back more. Number three, most important, network marketing allows us to be a better leader at home. It allows us to be better parents, a better spouse, because we're always leading by example. You can take the lessons you learn from these top leaders, from myself, and apply it back to home. And our mission at ML Nation is to empower 10,000 distributors to achieve a full-time income. Now, ML Nation, you must have a clear purpose and vision because otherwise you'll never do the uncomfortable things that are necessary for success to happen. That's why your purpose and vision is so important. It's what's going to pull you and motivate you. And before we start today's show, make sure you check out our partner, Networking Times. If you like ML Nation, you'll love Networking Times. Each issue is packed with amazing training stories just like MLM Nation. Go check it out at mlnation.net forward slash times. And now, I'm super fired up. Let's go to today's training. ML Nation, this is Simon J. I'm fired up to bring you a special episode today, the purple episode. So why purple? No, it's not my favorite color, but it's a tribute to the book called The Purple Cow, written by Seth Godin, which is one of the best marketing books I've ever read. You know, I read it in 2005, and it told me to be different and stand out. The lessons I learned in that book helped me build a six-figure passive income MLM business, as well as launch a successful coaching training business and build three different online brands. So I'm calling the Purple Episode as a tribute to Seth Godin, because if it wasn't for that book, I definitely wouldn't be where I am today, and you would not be listening to MLM Nation. The main lesson from the Purple Cow is that you must be do everything to be different and stand out. So that's why this is the Purple Episode, because it's different, it stands out from the rest of the episodes. We have a guest here, Josh Coates. He is a trainer for the MLM community. Really, really good stuff. And so keep an eye on these pepper episodes. Awesome stuff. So each of these episodes will pop up randomly. It's going to be a ton of fun. And most importantly, you get a tremendous business education. But this one is a super, super good one. You can listen to it over five times. I promise promise you that. Once you listen, you know what I mean. So let's go right into the episode right now. 
ML Nation, this is Simon Chan, and I am fired up to bring our special guest today, Josh Coates. Josh, are you ready to make it happen? Man, I'm ready. Let's do this. Josh Coates is a certified life coach and leadership trainer on the John Maxwell team. He's also one of the top leaders in his company. He does one-on-one mentoring with different leaders and also runs training groups at events with over 800 people. Josh helps people fix their mindset and then comes with specific game plans to help them reach their goals. So Josh, I've given ML Nation just a brief intro, but please share more about your background and how you came across network marketing. Yeah, definitely. So um, basically, I signed up with the John Maxwell team about three years ago um, after I learned my youngest son had some heart defects and was just – I was actually playing in a rock band at the time, touring the country, and just realized I needed to take a break from that, take care of my family. And so um, I looked for a career change. I found the John Maxwell team, which was still going to allow me to inspire people just from a different platform. And so I actually spent my first year – trying to do business in person. I failed miserably. And then I eventually got on the internet and just started messaging people. And and I soon realized that for some reason, the multi-level marketing world was a lot more open to the leadership training and the personal development that I had to offer. So from there, I just said, you know, forget corporate America. I'm just going to devote my training to basically helping people in multi-level marketing companies. And from there, that's what I've done. Wow. So uh, incredible. So the, just for those people to know, uh, what is the John Maxwell team? Yeah. So John Maxwell is the number one leadership trainer on the planet. He's wrote, um, I believe over 80 books now on personal development and leadership. And so basically what he does is he has a program that he offers where you can mentor and train under him to become um, a life coach, to become a leadership trainer, to become a public speaker. So in in a sense, he's kind of giving you, the same way an MLM gives you their brand name to carry, he gives you his brand name to carry. So I technically have my own business, I'm an independent person, just like someone in an MLM, but I have his name under me and I, and I sell, not really his products necessarily, but things that are in line with his philosophy. Got it. So, were are you or were you actually an MLM distributor before? No, I was actually I was actually never a distributor. Um, I just happened to find that MLM people are a little bit usually younger and more open minded. Uh, I found that people in the corporate world didn't really want to talk to a guy that was in his early thirties and hadn't run a million dollar business. Um, so, so I got started with life coaching. Um, and, and then from there, from life coaching, I actually started to discover some of the top needs that people in MLM were having. And so then I started actually launching training groups to help people in MLMs to build their businesses because the way I built my business is actually so similar to the way you build an MLM. And that's just networking, talking to lots of people, creating a brand, believing in yourself. So I started launching training that are based on basically the principles that I had in common. I've never, I never teach things that I, that I don't personally know how to do or do, but there are so many um, common grounds of online entrepreneurs. And, and most, and that's really the way I teach it is, is from an online perspective. I know there are, you know, definitely a lot of MLMs out there that are, that are doing things in person, but everything that I teach is really more based on doing things online to build relationships. Mm. Because, you know, like the book, Think and Grow Rich, it all starts with the mindset, yes. right? Everything's the Absolutely. mindset. That's why I think some people think, oh, I got to know the specific skill or what <laughs> to say. But if your mindset is screwed up, it doesn't matter what, what you say, you're going to fail. So 
why don't you talk about some of the mistakes or the traps that distributors fall into? Yes. I'll, this is one of my favorite things to talk about, Simon, okay. because there's, there's so many. Yeah. There's so many traps. And, and here's why I think there's so many traps is because I think that a lot of people don't understand that in an MLM, what, what you're doing is essentially you're selling yourself. I, I think a lot of people really don't get that. And so what people are doing is sometimes trying to copy the what you would think is the normal business model. For instance, I got to go start my own website. Why do you need your own website? You, your distributor has a website and set up a website for you. You have a Facebook page. I think that some people, they kind of fall into these traps of what I would call distractions. Mm. And to me, that's the biggest trap people fall into is getting distracted by too many things and not doing the right thing. So for instance, they might spend three hours working on a website, but not contact a single person, You know, not do something that I would call an invite, which is, hey, are you interested in this product? Would you be interested in, in sitting down and talking to me about this? So they spend all of this time really painting the walls of their restaurant and no time advertising the restaurant and serving food. And that's the way I look at it. That is really good. I like that. So they're spending all the time painting the walls of a restaurant and yes. not advertising. Then they're, they're never right. open for business, right? If exactly. Not, if they're not opening their mouth, they're not open for business. So they can do everything, Absolutely. make the stores, the, the you know, the floors can be spanking clean, but they're not open for business. They will be out of business. Exactly. Exactly. So why do you think people spend do this? Because I I've fallen down that trap when I first started. You spend time yeah. on websites. You fix your Facebook profile. But you know <laughs> why? Why do people do that? I think it's two reasons. Um, I heard a quote a long time ago, and I wish I could remember who it was to give credit to it, but he said, when you don't have a game plan, you automatically fall into your comfort zone. So here's the thing. Most people don't take the time to come up with a strategic game plan. In other words, what are the most vital things that I could be doing every single day? And since there is no plan, it's a whole lot easier to go waste time on a website or a YouTube channel or or something like that than it is to actually do the thing that is uncomfortable. And that and that and that's the second part of it is at the end of the day people are avoiding what's uncomfortable. Mm. If you think about it, a website, okay? I can manipulate the colors, I can manipulate the text, I'm in control, right? If I go out of my comfort zone to talk to a person, I'm no longer in control. That person could say no. That person could say – I mean I, I think everyone in their mind has like this situation where someone gets really mad at them and thinks that – and gets offended. And at the end of the day, that's really like maybe 5% of people actually get offended that you want to talk to them about their product. Most people just say no thanks. Yeah. But we're so scared of the unknown that we're not willing to step out of our comfort zone. And the truth is no business is ever built successfully inside your comfort zone. So at the end of the day, people are just avoiding it because of fear or a lack of planning. Mm. So how do you – I think a big part is the fear, right? Like we don't yeah. want to go because you're afraid of the rejection. And our yep. fears are of normally of the imagination of what would happen. It's always way worse than what actually happens because like you said, right. the, people are not offended that you're going to ask them. They say yeah. no to you. They're not going to offend you, laugh at you. Uh, but – they're avoiding that, so it feels you're right. Like if I change my Facebook profile picture five times, I feel like I'm, I feel like I'm doing something, but I actually right. haven't done anything. Right. So how do people overcome that fear? Like, and you talk about is, is planning, scheduling the first step. 
It's definitely the first step because because then you have something that you know needs done, okay? So you can't avoid it. But really, I think there's something that goes deeper than that. And and what I teach my clients to do is to use this magic question, and that is, what do I have to lose versus what do I have to gain? See, fear fear is actually an emotional reaction that we have to the unknown. And it's, it's a way that our, our mind is actually programmed to protect us from a harmful situation. And so I look at it basically like a, a smoke alarm in your house, okay? If the smoke alarm goes off on your house, it's there to protect you. You do need to look and make sure there's not a fire, right? But nine times out of 10, there's not a fire. It's just that I was cooking instead of my wife and I lit something on fire, who knows? Nine times out of 10, it's, it's not an actual emergency. But without that smoke detector, our house could burn down and we wouldn't even know about it. We'd all die in the middle of the night, right? And so I think what people need to understand is that fear, all it is, is a warning to let you know you're about to do something that you've never done before, you've never conquered before. Take a second, evaluate it, and use logic to make sure that what you're about to do is worth the risk. Most That's people good. never, ever, ever stop to use logic. It's, it's the old timers call it emotional intelligence is the ability to remove yourself from the emotions that you're attached to and just look at the situation with logic and go, is this something that will help me or is this something that could hurt me? And if, if you really think about it, there is nothing that's going to hurt you other than that one random person that's hateful. But when you think about the potential of what could happen, you know, you, you could be like Simon and retire with a, a six-figure income from MLM and, and spend more time with your family. That's the good side. The bad side is you might lose one friend on Facebook. At the end of the day, is losing that one friend on Facebook really worth not giving your family the life they really deserve? I hope not. Hmm. And if you're going to lose a friend just because you asked them to join by MLM, <laughs> that's not a real friend anyway. Exactly, exactly. Because a real friend, even if they're not interested, would say, hey, you know what, man? I appreciate you stepping out of your comfort zone. It's just not right for me. And, and I tell people that all the time. I get messages all the time. And I usually take a second to encourage them and say, hey, you know what? That's not really the, my thing. I already have my thing. But you know what? Thanks for at least reaching out. And, and I try to encourage them because that's, that's what we should look to be is, is, is people that encourage and inspire people. Mm. I love this because I feel like I can talk about this all day too, about awareness, <laughs> about emotions, right? Uh, yeah. I think one thing that helped me out, I mean, when I first started the business, I had no awareness of the separation of logic and emotion. Right. I think especially right. I think if you have kids, you see your kids, like they have no idea what's emotional, what's logical. They do things basically out of how they feel like doing it, right? And if yeah. one thing for me is meditation has helped me help me. Mm. Yeah. What what for most distributors, what do you recommend for them to realize so they can separate the emotion from the logic? Because yeah. do you agree almost every time most I would say almost every time we act out of emotion, it's always a bad decision. Almost always. Right? Almost always. You're almost yeah. like anger, or even if you get too excited, you do something that is you know, it was overblown, you exaggerated it. So how do you, how can people separate the motion from the logic? We're able to tell you, hey, I'm acting too emotional here. Let's stop this. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I, this is what I recommend because, because I think there are good emotions and bad emotions. So what I try to do, Simon, is actually take those emotions of fear and I actually try to use that as fuel to do what I really want to do. So what I encourage people to do, and I've heard of people making vision boards and dream boards, 
But I actually take it a step further, and I actually challenge people to make what I call a Y board, okay? So we're going to draw a line down the middle of the board, and on the right side, you're going to put the dreams. In other words, you're going to put the things that you really want. You know, you want more time with your family. You want to be at the beach on a Monday. You want to travel the world. You want to you help people and make a difference, right? And, but that's where most people stop, Simon, is all they think about is the positive because I think – Positive thinking definitely is a good thing, but sometimes we use it to avoid anything that's negative, right? Mm. And so what I tell people to do, take that left side of the board and put everything on that left side that sucks about your life. Because at the end of the day, most people are not motivated to wake up and do what they're supposed to do so that they can be on the beach. However, if they see a picture of their kid with no Christmas presents, if they see a picture of a big pile of debt that's weighing over them, if you know, for me, I literally use those negative emotions to fuel me. I mean, we had, you know, we were behind on all of our bills all the time, constantly telling my kids they couldn't go do things that they really wanted to do. I just got sick and tired of telling my kids no. And I got sick and tired of being the one standing in the way of everything they wanted to do, and I decided to, to make a change. And so, yes, we have emotions, and emotions try to scare us, and emotions try to tell us, but I'm always telling people, you got to keep looking at what sucks about your life that you want change. Like, what's what's that pain point? And, and, you know, Jillian Michaels said something brilliant on a podcast many years ago that I heard. She said, people will change when the pain of staying the same is the worse of the pain that it takes to change. Hmm. In other words, your, your life, it just sucks so bad that it always hurts to change, right? I mean, that's, that's like never fun. But you realize that if you stay where you're at, that pain is actually so much worse than the pain it's going to take to challenge yourself and create a better life. That is good stuff. Really good stuff. I like how you said the, the, the whiteboard, the right and the left yeah. side. Yeah. Right? Most people think, oh, I want to dream and the stuff. Uh, the great stuff in the cars, travel, time with my kids, right. but they forget the current situation. So every time right. you have some type of fear and the right. little small things, then they stop, they paralyze. But if they exactly. remember where their current situation is, that fear of like being, or like you know, Jim Rohn talks about the fear of uh, the, the pain of regret. Yeah. It's way yeah. more than the pain of discipline and just to go out there to make it happen. Absolutely. Absolutely. Where do you see most of when people have a, a turning point uh, in the business? What, yeah. what normally happens? Well, what's like a turning point for this? I mean, you've coached a lot of people. Yeah. At what point do you see like this person's get is this person's going to be successful? I think it all goes back to uh, what we were talking about earlier. You know, you mentioned think and grow rich, which I'm a huge advocate of. Um, I've actually listened to the audiobook probably seven times and I'm going through it currently with a highlighter. And it, the thing that, it's funny. I was reading that book one night, and, and I went to bed asking myself a question. You know, I, I understand the difference between subconscious mind and conscious mind, and through life coaching, understand how to tap into that subconscious mind, and that's usually asking questions. And so I went to bed one night, and I said, what if there was just one thing that separated the successful people from the struggling people? And I just literally asked myself that question over and over in bed to the point where I was so stirred up I couldn't sleep. I, I laid in bed for four hours asking that question, which is usually I'm not like a philosophical dude that just sits around, you know, meditating for hours upon hours, but I just couldn't help it. I was obsessed 
with figuring out what's the difference. And I woke up the next morning and realized, Josh, you already have the answer. You already know this. The, the, the only thing that separates successful people from everyone else is their mindset. If you can help someone unlock their mindset, sometimes that's a fear, okay? Sometimes that's a fear. Sometimes it's just some random thing that's been holding them back their entire life, and they didn't even realize it. You know, it's it's just sometimes they need to hear one word, and that's why podcasts like this are so invaluable because you never know which word is going to unlock you. You know, you never know which speaker has some random experience that you just happen to relate to. So really the difference to me is just taking the time to invest in your mindset. Hmm. And you it's it's you know it, your mind really is like a muscle. And if you develop it, it can it can do incredibly amazing things that will just blow you away. But if you don't exercise it, it becomes very lazy, it becomes very stagnant, and you fall into what we would call status quo, where you just do what everyone else does. And you'll never challenge yourself, and, and, and you'll never succeed in life, because your brain has become stagnant. It no longer is open to challenge. It no longer wants to do something different. So what I usually see is, you know, and, and sometimes it's it's something that I say, sometimes it's something that I ask, sometimes it's something that they read in a book, but it's it's that mindset. It all comes down to believing that you're capable of doing it. Because all of us have some voice in the back of our head saying we can't do it. And as much success as I've had this year, I still have voices back there. I still have things saying, is this really going to last? Can, can, can you really keep this going or is it just going to – you're going to wake up one day and it's going to fall apart? And, and that's why I have to keep working on my mindset. And keep reading books like Think and Grow Rich and becoming obsessed with what I want, hmm. whatever that thing is. Yeah, we're, we're human. I'm smiling because uh, when you said that you wake up, well, this last. I just had the, yeah. one of those moments this morning. Like, yeah. What's going to happen? You know, ML Nation, we've been rocking it. What's going to happen three months from now, right? I'm, I'm right. thinking about that. Um, let's talk about mindset. So what do you specifically do? Because I agree. If you don't work on it, your brain yeah. just gets lazy. We don't want to change. What are things yeah. you do? consistently to put to making sure you are growing and uncomfortable well i mean the first thing obviously is reading books from successful people that challenge my mindset you know jim Rohn that you mentioned earlier says you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with and i realized three years ago um i didn't have five people i wanted to be like in my life <laughs> and that's why i signed up for the john maxwell team and that's why i stayed up late at night reading books was to try to surround myself with people. You know, I don't have personal access to them or didn't at the time, but I had access to them in books. So that's one thing, um, is making sure I read. Second thing is making sure I spend time with people that fuel me. You know, I think, I think Simon, this is a huge struggle in MLM, is especially as you're growing a team, sometimes you accidentally or purposely, whatever, recruit people that aren't really good people to have around. And sometimes they drag you down because they're not motivated. They're not excited. They don't want to go anywhere. And you spend all of your time and energy trying to motivate unmotivated people. Yeah. And that doesn't work. So you need to make sure you are spending time with your top people um, on your team. But you also need to make sure you're expanding your horizons to spend time with people outside of your team. Spend time with people outside of your your upliner or you know whatever it is your your company calls it to make sure you're just being around other people who challenge your thinking. Mm -hmm. So 
And that can be people outside of your company as well. You know, it could be people in, in, in other companies. Hey, I, um, I want to add something. Yeah, I, you got I, it. You, know, you brought up a great point. They're wasting the time to motivate unmotivated people. I always yeah. tell people it's better for them, for, for these people to quit. Because <laughs> not only, I mean, if they stay on, you're making a couple of dollars a month. Don't they? They're not doing much. Right. So maybe for no order ship, you're making a couple of dollars. But right. you're actually losing money because not only is the time cost, but it's draining you. And your mindset yeah. actually shrinks because you, be, you get down to their level. So it's better for them to quit. Yeah. All those people who complain, just let them quit. Tell them to quit because <laughs> you actually attract better people because you will grow yes. more like that. And also, if, by not letting them quit, I think it's the fear of the scarcity. Man. Oh, if I lose yes. them, I'm not going to get anyone else. No. Yeah. If you let those 10 whiners go, you'll probably bring in 100 better people in. Right, right. And, and, that's, and, that's, and that's easier said than done, you know, looking when we have more successful businesses but that's you know at the very beginning they said on the john maxwell team you gotta pretend you don't need the sale even if you really 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 do you know and and i, and I think the same thing goes with your distributors now on one hand I, I don't want you to take away the human side of things and stop caring about people but at the same time as a team you have to decide you have to decide you're gonna move forward and you're going to reach your goals whether anyone is on board or not because when you are trying to motivate unmotivated people, you're probably missing 20 or 30 other people that really were excited and were really ready to run with you if you just go somewhere. But the truth is you're not going anywhere because you're standing around trying to make everyone else go somewhere, which then leads to um, people do what you do, not what you say. So, for instance, this is this is classic MLM mistake right here. Okay, all the different companies have kind of like different ranks and you know different names that they call those ranks. But there's usually kind of that one rank that um, you know in some companies it, it, it's it's diamond and others it's emerald. There, there's so many names, of course. But that rank where you got just enough people that the company gives you this big recognition party, but it's not really enough to like make a lot of money yet. Okay. <laughs> You know, you, know, yeah. you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. You, usually you have somewhere between 8 and 15 distributors, and it's it's like this, yay, we throw you a party, you're, you're awesome, you're amazing, but you're not making any money. You're not living life by design. And what I've seen so many times is people get stuck at this spot because they turn around and they, they, they stop there, and they think, okay, well, now I have a team, right? So now I'm going to put all my focus into leading people and motivating people, and they stop putting out their own results. They stop selling products, and they stop signing distributors. And when that happens, one of my good friends, Carly, says it this way, speed of the leader, speed of the pack. The second the leader slows down the momentum, the pack slows down with them. Mm. The only way to continually grow is to continually lead by example. Hmm. When you stop leading by example, your team notices. What I think it's subconscious. I don't know that they always really know, but the energy comes down. You know, your numbers drop, so they think, well, the numbers must be down, or maybe you know, whatever. They start making excuses. You think that you're being a good leader, but I love what John Maxwell says: four steps to leadership is model, motivate mentor multiply and if you ever stop modeling you actually lose the right to motivate nobody wants to be motivated by a person that doesn't do anything you know that, that, that's like being out of shape and trying to give someone advice on how to work out 
no one's going to listen to you. Even if you went to school for it, they're not going to listen to you, right? You've got to model the proper behaviors, which earns you the right to motivate. And motivating leads to finding a few people that are worth mentoring. And if you mentor a few people, meaning your top people, you'll eventually multiply yourself into them. And that right there in the MLM world is what everyone wants. Everyone wants multiplication, but very few people are willing to model, motivate, and mentor. Mm. Or they jump right into mentoring mode. I got one person. I'm gonna work with yes. them. I'm gonna stop. I'm gonna stop sponsoring. I'm gonna break this person. <laughs> this person person gonna be a superstar. I'm just gonna train yep. them. I mean, I got to tra- I have so many people to train right now. Uh, have you right. talked to anyone new? No, I haven't. Because I gotta train my team. <laughs> right, right. And and by the way, I'm working on a 20 hour video series to train my one person on my team. Right, right. All work going back. All they go back into the website mode. Let me create all these videos yes. in case when the team explodes, grows, they right. need a system. Let me go shop and create a system in place because <laughs> exactly. that's crazy duplication. Yep, yep. It's classic, man, right there. Really good stuff. Um, what other ways to uh, – you said reading the people. And by the way, yes. I, I like to add the reading. Like if you don't remember, yes. I think one of the best books to read is autobiographies because you talk about mentors. You may not mm. know the mentor, but if you read an autobiography, yeah. they be, you basically they become your mentors because you get to know all the things about them, right? Right, right. So reading uh, people, what else? To grow your um, mindset. Another one that I'm big on is positive affirmations. I I love affirmations. Napoleon Hill calls it auto-suggestion, and it's basically the concept that whatever goes into your head is is going to be what you believe. You know, If you surround yourself with a bunch of negative people, it's going to rub off on you, right? So what I've always said is if if, if the things you hear are going to affect the way you believe – why not just go ahead and choose every single day to say some things that you can hear? And I believe your own voice is the most powerful thing to your subconscious mind. So you can literally retrain the way you think and the way you believe by the words you say. So so I, I like to call them I cans. And I literally would just start off with saying I can. And, and then I'll follow it up with, with whatever I've been struggling with lately. Mm-hmm. You know, when I was building my business, I can build a full-time business. I can build a dependable business. I can quit my job. I can build my business to 20 clients. I can have a successful business and be a good dad. And I literally just use that I can over and over because I'm literally convincing myself that, I, that I'm capable of doing it. And I think that that's the biggest fear that we all have is that, is that we're not even capable we see all these other successful people and we think maybe there's something unique about that person that they have the capability of doing this and we don't. But, you know, like my mentor um, Christian Simpson says, the only difference between successful people and unsuccessful people is not their potential. It's simply their awareness of that potential. We all have the same amount of potential, every single one of us. We all have max capacity. The question is, are you tapping into it? And positive affirmations, I believe, is one of the best ways to tap into that potential because you're convincing yourself that it's that it's there. Yes, it's very good. Most people are not aware of that. Um, this has been really fantastic. One, one more deep question is, yeah. you know, one of the things that helped me out is you got to visualize, right? So even yeah. when I was earning 100, 200 a week, uh, I saw myself being on stage earning 6,000 yeah. a week. I had my acceptance yeah. speech, my diamond <laughs> thing. I all planned out. Uh, and I always, you know, tell my coaching clients that imagine you were making 6,000 a week. Would you yeah. talk to your prospects differently? And they yes. say, of course it would, right? And that's yes. why, because you said people are buying you. They're not buying the product, they're yeah. buying you. So how can people get that belief 
that they have made it. They mm-hmm. made it. And stop removing all these doubts. I can't do it. Because like you said, they're not aware of their potential. Yeah, yeah. You know, they're like, how, do you, how can you have that confidence and self-esteem? Yeah, so um, actually the, the way I like to tell people is, is this. You have to be as arrogant as a rock star and as humble as a homeless person. And what I mean by that is when you think about a rock star, if they're sitting at a coffee shop just drinking a cup of coffee, they have no problem with taking a picture of that and posting it, right? Because they think that their life is worth viewing. And, and that's the thing is some people don't think that their life is interesting enough, for instance, to post about social media. Well, what, what do I post about? You just post about whatever the heck you're doing, man. At the end of the day, your life is really no less or more glamorous than a rock star. I mean, if you only knew, the, 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 those guys play on nasty, sweaty stages and hang out in nasty green rooms. The only thing that makes them glamorous is what, that twice a year awards show where we take a million pictures of them on the red carpet? The difference is the way they approach things. The way they think about themselves is that, hey, I'm a rock star. I'm in this band. People should want to be around me. And here's where I think a lot of people get caught up on this, Simon, is they think that that confidence is a bad thing because they don't understand balance. I believe that people are horrible at going to one extreme or the other. So they're either incredibly arrogant and they're a prick or they're so humble that I call it false humility where you think you're being humble, but you're actually just degrading yourself. That's not, that's not humility. That's false humility. And so you got to find the in-between place where you say, here's the deal. I'm confident enough in who I am and what I have to offer. I'll post pictures of myself all over the place. I don't care. Uh, I, I have value to give, and I'm going to put it all over the place, but I'm going to balance that by being someone that's humble enough, humble as a homeless man. A homeless man would talk to anybody. They don't got any problem with that, right? So we have to be careful not to try to paint ourselves as a celebrity because at the end of the day, um, direct sales means direct, right? Direct, meaning you got to have a relationship. You got to be someone that's approachable. So I think for some people, they just need to hear that there is a balance, that you can become a confident person and still be one of those people that's also approachable. People are scared to death of becoming too confident and thinking that that means they're going to be some egotistical jerk, and that's not the truth. You have to be confident in the value you have to offer, and at the end of the day, you just got to think about this. Do I want to help people? Like, do I really want to help people? Am I going to help people sitting back, not talking to anyone, not doing anything? No, absolutely not. The only way you're going to help people is if you decide that what you have to offer is worth the money that you're charging, and I like to believe that what I have to offer is, well, it's worth far more than what I charge. Mm. And, and and so it's not a big deal to say, hey, this training's 200 bucks because I believe it's worth 500 bucks. I'm actually, I'm actually doing you a deal. I'm, I'm doing you a favor. And if you think about it, if you're giving someone the opportunity to grow a business from home on their own terms – most of the time with not a lot of money up front compared to starting, say, a franchise or getting a college degree, you're giving that person an opportunity. Yeah. You should not be ashamed of the fact that you have an opportunity to give someone 
to have their life forever changed. Actually, the way it's, I look at it is like they should thank me because I'm taking time away from yes. my family, my loved ones, right. what I like to do to help them. Because when they sign up, the relationship begins after they join. Then I got to yeah. train them. I got to mentor. I got. I mean, I could be. I could be doing a lot of other things than calling exactly. them, try to mentor and coach them. Right. Exactly. Exactly. So I don't. I don't even remember what your question was, Simon. But, but you I, answered I hope, it. But, like, I, hope, no, but I, I hope I answered it. How to have that winning mindset? How do you visualize yes. yourself being successful? I think it's a great analogy. Stop. Be the rock star, right? Rock stars never think, "Oh, I don't know if I deserve it." No, they're like, "I'm the man." People should be asking me for autographs. They should be taking pictures. They should, you know, they should. They, they're not even entitled to talk to me. They got to stand in line to talk to me. Having that yeah. mindset, but being humble at the same time. That's exactly. The, that's the best mm-hmm. way I've actually heard that. Really good stuff. MLM Nation, do you want to grow your business faster and make 2017 your best year ever? Then you must go to my training, No BS, No Hype USA in Los Angeles or No BS, No Hype in Australia on the Gold Coast. Now, you've probably already seen on Facebook what people have said about my training workshops, you saw the videos, what I've done in Australia, and now I'm bringing my No BS, No Hype training to North America as well. This three-day event is on January 27, 28, 29 in Los Angeles and will feature not only three days of training for me, but you also learn from seven-figure and multiple six-figure earners. And right now, you can get up to $400 off. Yes, you can save up to $400 and get your early bird tickets at mlnation.net forward slash events. And for my friends down under in Australia, I've got something super exciting for you as well. We're also doing our first major big generic training event in Australia and the Gold Coast on June 30th, July 1st, and July 2nd. This would be at least 10 times better, I promise. If you like my previous trainings, this would be at least 10 times better than my normal workshops. Go check it out at mlmnation.net forward slash events. Now, if you listen to ML Nation, you already know how the major breakthroughs for almost all the leaders came at an event. And now it's your turn to have that breakthrough. So go make the best investment you can today and attend No BS, No Hype. Go to mlnation.net forward slash events. Again, that's mlnation.net forward slash events. And I look forward to seeing you there. Hey, um, we could talk on and on and on, but I respect your time. Some really quick questions to pick your brain. Okay? You got so it, entrepreneur. Number one is, what is one of your favorite success quotes that motivates you? So John Maxwell, I got 9,000 success quotes from John Maxwell. One of my favorites is he said when he first started, he used to ask, how long will it take? But the longer he went and the more he grew, he began to ask, how far can I go? Mm. And I think that's that's the curse of of not having momentum on your side is just wondering, you know, how long is this going to take, you know, and, and, and it starts to feel like an eternity. But, but I like to say it this way. If you work for corporate America and if you, if you follow me on social media, you'll find out I'm not a huge fan of corporate America or day jobs. So forgive me for anyone out there that's a fan of that. But I like to say it like this. You can work 45 to 50 years for someone else on their terms, being underpaid and underappreciated. And, and, and everyone thinks that that's normal and that's okay, right? Why is it not okay to take five years of your life and sacrifice so that you can live the rest of your life on your own terms, being paid what you deserve, being appreciated the way you deserve? Stop asking how long it's going to take. 
I don't know if it's going to take six months. I don't know if it's going to take a year. I don't know if it's going to take two years or three years or four years. But however long it takes, I promise it's less than 45 or 50 years of working doing a job you don't love. And once you get that momentum on your side, being an entrepreneur, the income just skyrockets. You're not limited anymore to your boss and what they're willing to pay and what they have to offer you. So I know you asked for a quick answer. I don't have very many quick answers, that's but, good. That's but that's good. my favorite quote. What is one habit that's helped you become successful? One habit. Wow. Um, I mean, I, I would say the the one habit, even though it's kind of an all-inclusive, is just showing up every day. Hmm. Just showing up every day. You know, the compound effect of little things done over time equal great results. You can't expect to build a business two or three days a week. It doesn't happen that way. You gotta show up every day. And you know, there was, um, when I first started, I would give myself Sunday off just to like get a little bit of a rest. But you know, some people take Saturday and Sunday off. I didn't do that. Saturday was the only day I wasn't working a full-time job. So I spent all morning Saturday in my office. Now after lunch, I would check out, go spend time with the family. But I'd be up at eight o'clock every Saturday morning with coffee in my office. I'm like, man, I got I got four hours to just grind away. Yeah. So just show up every day, you know, and 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 also do the right things. Don't don't play don't play on websites. Do something productive. What's the this is interesting. Um, what's the best piece of advice you ever received? Best piece of advice, I, I would say. I was really struggling with my business. I was trying to build it the way that the John Maxwell team kind of recommends. Um, but most of the people on the John Maxwell team are a little older. They have more business and corporate experience. So I was trying to do it the way they were saying, and, and it wasn't going so well for me. And I reached out to one of my mentors. I said, here's the deal. I'm trying to do this mastermind group thing. It's not working. I'm trying to do this live event thing. It's not working. However, I'm finding that when I message people and just offer them a free one-on-one -on -one call, like I seem to be getting great response. Mm. So, and she said, here's the thing, just stop trying to do what everyone else says to do and do what works for you. And I think sometimes we can get too caught up in trying to do what everyone else says to do. And sometimes we just gotta be us. Yeah. Sometimes you gotta find what works for you. Now still follow advice. Still be willing to try anything that, that successful people say. But sometimes I think we just need permission to like stop doing something that doesn't work. Do you have a favorite uh, online resource like a Dropbox or Evernote or favorite app on your phone right now that you can recommend? Oh, man. So probably one of my favorite things is something called Word Swag. Mm. Word cool. swag is a way to create really, really quick graphics. I like good graphics, but I don't like spending 45 minutes for one social media post. And, and Word swag has really cool fonts, and it kind of puts them in order for you to make it look like someone put time into it. And so I, I'm really big on visual stuff, but I just don't like to waste time. So if you're someone like me that builds your business online, I highly recommend checking out Word swag. Aside from Think and Go Rich, you mentioned you're reading it for the seventh, eighth time. What's yeah. one other, another book you could recommend to ML Nation? 10X Rule. It, it, you have to read 10X Rule. Like, like seriously, if you were listening to this right now, go download the audiobook like right this second. It is basically a kick in the butt over and over and over. It is, it is like the most – you cannot listen to this book and not go do something. 
you know, some books you listen to and you're like, wow, that's like really deep. That feels good. 10x, you will go do something. And, and I like the audiobook because he reads it himself and he has a Cajun accent. He's from Louisiana. That I'm telling you, every entrepreneur should listen to that book on repeat. And ML Nation, I know you love audio. So if you haven't already, you can get amazing free audiobook like 10 times, 10x by Grant Cardone at, for free at MLMNationBook.com. MLMNationBook.com. So, Josh, you've been awesome. Where can um, people learn more about your trainings and stuff that you do? And yes. And also, any last words of advice? Oh, gosh. Last words of advice would just be to follow your heart. I mean, just just decide right now. Decide right now that you're going to go all in and you're going to show up every day until it happens. Stop doubting yourself. Stop wondering if you have what it takes and just decide you're going to go all in so that you don't have to wake up 20 years from now and tell your kids, I'm sorry I didn't give you the life you really deserved. I was just too afraid. Make the decision now that you're going to do it for your family. You're going to do it for your future. Um, you can find out more about me at my website, which is joshuacoats.com. I have a free ebook there called The Mess Before Success that kind of tells the story of, of, of how I got to my business and how I built it. And then on Facebook, um, you can find me at Legacy Leadership. I go live on there all the time, share all kinds of awesome content there. In order to be successful in marketing and in life, in, in personal life and business, you must help others. So, Josh, thanks again for sharing your valuable time with ML Nation. We're grateful to you, and we appreciate you for having a positive impact on millions of distributors worldwide. Thank you so much again. And those, for those listeners out there, you know, you know you're know, you like Josh says, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And today you may hang with Josh Coates. So go to mlnation.net, keep up, keep up the momentum, and type in Josh at the search bar and the show notes and nuggets of wisdom and how to reach out to him will be right there. And Josh, thank you so much again for being a giver. Thank you for giving back. We appreciate you. We're grateful to you. Uh, God bless you. Thank you, Simon. Appreciate it. ML Nation, don't forget, if you want a major breakthrough in your business, then you must go to my training, No BS, No Hype USA in Los Angeles or No BS, No Hype in Australia on the Gold Coast. And right now, you can save up to $400 with an early bird ticket. Just go to mlnation.net forward slash events. Again, mlnation.net forward slash events. And I look forward to seeing you there. ML Nation, Simon Chan, and wow, what an amazing purple episode from Josh Coates. Definitely connect with him. Check him out. Go to mlnation.net on the search bar. Just look, search for Josh, J-O-S-H. You see him. You know, I felt I could talk to him for hours and hours and hours because, you know, like the book says, Think and Grow Rich is all in a mindset, right? In network marketing, you are selling yourself. You're not selling the products. People are buying you. People want to be led. You're selling yourself. But a lot of times, you know, if you have low self-esteem, if you're not confident, why will people join you? Right? You can't fall into distractions. The mistake, people are not selling themselves. They fall into distractions, right? And there's a great thing, great analogy. It's like you have a restaurant, you making the best burgers, you're, you are making, you're cleaning the floor, painting the woods, but you're not opening. You're not advertising the restaurant. Right, every day you're not prospecting, or if you had a couple of rejections, you go back to reading books or you know keeping busy work. If you're not prospecting, inviting, you're not in business. And the reason why is people don't have a game plan. You're not in your calendar. 
no game plan because without a game plan, without a strict schedule, and I always share this, the thing that got me to become full-time, eventually create a six-figure residual that still pays me today, but I don't do anything, is for two and a half, three years, 4.30 to 6 p.m., all I did was prospect. That was my game plan. At a weekly goals and a daily schedule. And I would not let anything get in the way. I would not let trainings get in the way. I would not let friends get in the way. I would not let basketball games or going to the gym get in the way. 4.36 with my, four, what I call it, Jim Rohn told me, my fortune building time. Right? So what is your game plan? What is your fortune building time? You need that because psychologically, right? Like we like to think, we like to be in control. So when you do all that busy work, we are in control. Prospecting, we're not really in control because it depends on what the prospects say to us. They can be saying no. They could be very interested. They may not be interested, right? We're not in control. So really good. It's really good stuff. We want to be in control so we fall into this busy work and feel that we are making a difference, but we're not. You have to go out there and do things that, un- un- that are uncomfortable, right? And I love that magic question. What do I have to lose as opposed to what do I have to gain, right? A lot of times our fears, the stuff we lose is very, very small, so small comparing, comparing to what we actually have to gain, right? And the fear is basically, it's the, you know, fear, I love it, it's like a, a smoke detector. Really, is it like the big fire? It's just a little smoke. But it's fears warning us to let, know, let us know we're going to do something we've never done before. You're going to be, be uncomfortable. And using logic versus emotion to make us decide to do. So, for example, if you, know, you have five prospects. You're afraid they're going to quit or they're afraid, or they're, afraid they're going to reject you, whatever. You're afraid they're going to call them. That's fear, but there's no logic to that. Just call them. If they say no to you, they're not going to cuss you out. They're not going to be angry at you. right? They're not going to make fun of you. Nothing is going to hurt you. Act logically, not emotionally. Be aware of that. And for me, something that really helped me out is meditation. I always talk about that. The number one business advice I can give anyone is meditate. Go sit on your butt for three minutes, five minutes, even if it's five minutes. Even if it's one minute, just don't think of anything. And you be aware of your thoughts. And that kind of awareness will carry out throughout the day where, why am I acting angry? Why am I judgmental? Why am I, why am I scared? Right? Act logically. Act logically, rationally, and not emotionally. I love what Josh said about whiteboard. You know, we all talk about dream boards, but having the board where it's not just, you know, you have the right part, it's all the things you want. And the left part is the things that suck, the things that are terrible, right? Look at that. Because every time you don't feel like doing something because of emotion, look at the things that suck. If you don't do anything, you'd be stuck where you are. You are. Use negative emotions to fuel your drive. Really, really good stuff. You know, People, and this is a great quote, people will change when the pain of staying is worse than the pain of change. How true is that? People will change. So your pain of staying worse than the pain of change? Go change. Go change. Right? You know, when you change, it may feel uncomfortable beginning, but life will be way, 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 way better than you could ever imagine. You know, growing your mind, your mind is what holds you back, right? You have to grow your mind. You, you know, reading books, and, I, and one of my favorite things, reading autobiographies. Because even though, like, reading the autobiography of Ben Franklin, Ben Franklin's an amazing entrepreneur, just reading and learning, even though he's been dead a couple of centuries. But reading an autobiography makes you feel like he's one of my mentors, right? Reading, reading, reading. Being the people. A big mistake people make is working with people who are not motivated. Are you one of those people? Don't work with people who are not motivated because they are actually going to frustrate you. They are actually, it's actually, it's better for them to quit. Seriously. It's better for them to quit 
then to suck up your time because it's going to drain you and then it takes you away from the field. Like Jim Rohn says, you always got to be sowing the field, okay? You got to be sowing the field, always going to be prospecting. One of the mistakes is with distributors. Maybe some of you here, you have a small team and then you earn some income and then you start getting into management mode, right? And don't, you have to start, you have to prospect leading by example. The speed of the leader determines the speed of the pack. And the four steps of leadership, this is really good from John Maxwell. Number one, you got to model. Number two, you got to motivate. Number three is mentoring. And number four, you multiply. In that order, model, motivate, mentor, multiply. In that specific order. You can't be mentoring if you're not modeling. You can't be mentoring if you're not signing people up. Spend more time and sponsoring, go prospect. Okay, you got to earn the right to motivate people. Another thing that Josh does is, I can, I can, I can, repeating that over and over again, right? The difference between successful and unsuccessful is the awareness of their potential. That's really good. We, you all have potential. That's why I love network marketing. My belief, network marketing is, one of my beliefs allows us to fulfill our unlimited potential. You, you're listening, you're listening to this, you have potential, right? But you got to be aware of that. You have, are you aware of your potential? Don't ever think, I can't. Instead, I can't. You can do it. You can do it, right? And I love confidence. It's like the rock star, right? I'm a rock star. People want to be with me. Having that attitude, but also stay humble as a hum- homeless person, right? That's actually the best way because if you feel you are a rock star, you are already more successful than your prospects because you're doing something to change your life. You're already doing something. And so if you really want to help people make a big difference, be that rock star. Be confident. Go out there. Act logically and not emotionally. Great show, great show. Last question, not how long, but how far can you go? And ML Nation, I know every one of you, you can go really, really, really far in life. So go out there, make it happen. Definitely connect with Josh. Go to mlnation.net, search for Josh, Josh Coates. Awesome show. If you like this, please also subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes. The reviews mean a lot to us, not just to us, to our team, but also helps other distributors find our show. And um, last thing is, Awesome show. This is an episode I will listen to over and over again. You need a pep talk, motivated. This is the one to play back again. Awesome show. Thanks again for Josh Codes. And go out there, make it happen. MLM Nation, don't let the fear stop you. Act logically. Act rationally. Go make it happen. Because people need your help. Remember, we're in the profession to help others. So go out there and have a positive impact on someone's life today. God bless you all. Thank you so much for joining us today on MLM Nation. Head over to MLMNation.net for full recaps of every show, our training articles, and helpful resources. Your MLM success is waiting for you. So prepare.